0: Neurodiversity can be a challenging diagnosis whether you are neurodivergent, neurotypical or just looking to understand someone who has a diagnosis. My name is Juana Benegas and this podcast was created to be a resource for you. We will provide tools and engaging conversations to help navigate the journey from the diagnosis to hope and create community along the way. Because By creating community, we are helping today's current kids, young adults, and also building a more inclusive world for future generations. Hi, everyone. We're here again with a new episode with Money for Inclusion Neurodiversity. We're here with a dear board member of ours. Her name is Promi. Um... I don't want to butcher your last name. (laughs) If You can say it for us. That will be great.
1: (laughs) Of course. My name is Promi Chakraborty. Uh, I'm really excited to be here. um, And I'm really happy to be here and talk about my experience with you all in this episode of the podcast.
0: Awesome. So tell us. Why Manu for Inclusion? How did you end up here? And let's start from there.
1: Okay. All right. Well, first off, I'd just like to begin by saying to whoever is listening along, hello and welcome. We're really thankful that you're taking some time out of your day to learn more about what we do uh, at Manu for Inclusion and why we do what we do here and also just for lending your ear to this call for inclusion in general. Um, As I said, my name is Promi Chakraborty and to start with a little bit about myself, I will be starting my second year of college in just a little more than two weeks from now. Um, And currently I'm a junior board member of Manu for Inclusion. And I found this honestly very precious organization and team around three years ago um, as a high school sophomore. Um, And I'd just like to speak a little bit about my experience uh, learning about neurodiversity firsthand, about the tenacity and the grit that families and caretakers hold, whether they're a friend, a parent, sibling, a a mentor, um, in their ongoing journey to build a more inclusive reality for their loved ones. Um, For me personally, I was drawn to this foundation, not only because of its focus on um, empowering the neurodivergent community, but also in its aim to, I guess, encourage the universal necessity, I would say, of um, self-love and belonging. So, Personally, I've struggled with having a perfectly or a conventionally like normal or healthy relationship with myself, my mind, my body in the past. And even sometimes now those emotions do linger once in a while. And I know many people uh, probably listening along or just many people in general can probably relate to the fact that adolescence isn't the smoothest time in one's life. I would say it's a whirlwind of insecurity, of self-doubt, and also like a lot of confusion. But I think Manu for Inclusion was a constant warm reminder that like even as I worked with the organization behind the scenes, that you don't always have to have everything figured out all on your own that it's a good thing to ask for help, to collaborate, instead of always confining yourself um, within a box and instead of forcing yourself to do everything by yourself alone. Um, And I think I started realizing this when I saw the various like services of this organization, whether it's bringing people together for a very fun event, or creating a podcast to project the many voices that stand for inclusion, because in these moments, it really hits home how brilliant and wonderful we can be when we use our different unique qualities as a foundation for unity. And people, thank God, are not carbon copies of one another. Um, We do have differences and unique qualities there are individuals in the neurodivergent community who interact with the world in their own unique and beautiful way. And sadly, one of the major issues of today is the misconception that this is something that should be hidden away or isolated. But, you know, I think for inclusion itself is very proof of the the creativity and the vibrancy that emerges when diverse minds, when diverse hearts, talents and perspectives are brought together um, through the road that inclusion paves, through the road that Manu for Inclusion is helping to pave. And I think we need this sort of collaboration, especially when the youth, when children within the neurodivergent community are involved. Um, And a long standing principle that I've always stood by is the fact that children are the most, well, I would say the most vulnerable members of our society. You know, they never did anything wrong, but as I'm sure many people within the neurodivergent community uh, have seen, is that they in this community are held back and they're put down by the bias and the prejudice that is directed towards them because of um, the stereotypes, the labels that come with their diagnosis. And You know, their dreams are sometimes looked down on or they're undermined because people are misled to believe that they're not capable, that they're not qualified. And, you know, this cannot be further from the truth. And I think the truth is that they're they're just like all other children who have hopes and aspirations and who want to make their mom and dads and their families proud and happy. Um, it's important to really spread awareness about how harmful this form of discrimination is, you know, not only for children, but all individuals in the Neurodivergent community, because continuously being told, and treated like you are not enough breaks down a person's self-esteem, their belief in themselves, and it really stunts their growth as an individual and as a human being. Um, And I think this also demonstrates the value of inclusion in working environments, in schools and educational settings, basically in areas where People are meant to display and flourish their strengths, their talents, Um, neglecting people because they may have a different learning curve or they have their own unique strengths. It's very harmful. Um, Instead, it should be encouraged to provide as many services and resources as possible that are meant to help them engage in activities and projects that any other student or employee can engage in and I think all of what I've like been rambling on so far about is really meant to serve as a reminder not only for myself um, as I move along in my college career as I move along in my life and continue to grow with this organization but also for everyone that we should not treat diversity and inclusion as an obligation or a chore that we need to cross off. That is not the ideal mindset that uh, we are promoting at Manu for Inclusion. Instead, we should treat diversity, especially neurodiversity and inclusion as um, pathways of opportunity to create bridges with people through acts of kindness instead of the barriers that we so often see in this world today. And for those of you who have continued to tune in so far to my talk, um, I'd just like to sincerely thank you as well as my colleagues at Manu for Inclusion, like dearly from the bottom of my, of my heart in you know their ongoing commitment and your ongoing commitment To shape a very rewarding future where we can learn from the differences that make us who we are. Juana, is there. Oh,
0: that was lovely. And thank you so much. (laughs) Thank you so much. So, tell me. I'm so happy to be uh, here. Yeah. Tell me a little little bit more about you, the personal growth that you had had. Like, um, you mentioned a little bit about it. Mm -hmm. So, What is the promy three years ago than the promy right now?
1: Well, three, three years ago, I was, as I said, a sophomore in high school, and that was never really an easy time because I was not only worrying about my insecurities, about like what I looked like to other people, what I sounded like to other people, but it was also a time when i i was like competing academically and i was very very worried about the expectations that my friends my parents my family may have had for me academically and i was worried that i wasn't enough and i think a lot of people um say this is a sort of like imposter syndrome where we think we're not good enough um whether that be academically or whether that be like wherever we are in our lives in whichever point so i was really thinking that maybe i'm not enough maybe uh, i can't get into like a college that i want to go to maybe i i'm not as good enough as my friends are as my teachers expect me to be but you know i joined manu for inclusion because i was drawn to your work and your mission to promote inclusion and self-love and I started realizing that sometimes it's okay to like ask help from people, to look up to people and to not always um, have progress that continues in a linear progression. Sometimes it's okay to make mistakes and to not always do your best because if you always do your best and give give it your all into everything you do, you get burnt out and I have experience from that and I think Manu for Inclusion has taught me it's okay to take a step back to put yourself first sometimes because only by putting yourself first can you put other people around you first as well Uh, because if you don't start to accept yourself, if you don't start to love yourself, it would be very hard to do that for the people that you care about and hold close to your heart. Um, So it really helps me deal with my insecurities as, you know, a teenager, a growing woman, and as well as like a person who was growing academically, who was worried that, you know, people who are checking my college applications would say, no, this person is not good enough. And even if they do think that if even if they do reject me, then who am I to care? You know, I should just prioritize myself and my community. That's the communities that are within my reach, such as you guys, the neurodivergent community, the people at home. And if, you know, if not everybody in the world thinks I'm a perfect person or ideal person, then it doesn't matter because what matters is that do I, am I okay with myself? Are the people around me okay with me? (sighs) Uh, I love you (laughs)
0: thank you for saying that um so another thing is um tell a little bit more about yourself like what kind of high school where you go like because it was a very competitive high school the one that you went am I correct yeah yeah and what what uh what are you studying right now
1: Okay, so I went to, I'm from New York, um, so I went to this high school called the Bronx High School of Science because I live in the Bronx and it's like a specialized high school where you have to take like a different test in order to get in. So right off the bat, there was this atmosphere of competitiveness as soon as you entered and it was a little difficult to find spaces that were like welcoming instead of, you know, meeting people who were interested in what your grades are and what your GPA is, how you're doing um, academically so that they can compare themselves to you and you to them. So um, it took me some time to find, you know, really sincere people who actually care about me and also to find my own mindset that isn't always comparing my grades with another person's grades and seeing how I'm doing academically as like a yardstick to measure my success. And so um, I, after I went through high school and honestly the chaos of college applications, um, I enrolled in a program called Sophie Davis at the City College of New York. And Sophie Davis is a seven year combined degree program. So I'm doing three years of college first, undergraduate, and then I will be moving on to medical school after the next two years um, in order to pursue a medical degree. But one of the special things that I'd like to emphasize about my program is that we are very committed to not only serving um, the world through medical practice, but also in Eliminating health disparities and serving the people who are, who have been underserved, who have been marginalized and alienated and isolated um, because of the way they look, because of uh, different ways that they may behave or interact with the world around them. And so I think um, Manu for Inclusion really has helped me, has helped to push me in the direction of this sort of path where I can uh, learn to address and engage in efforts to um, really call out acts of discrimination and work towards um, eliminating like disparities and the way that people are disadvantaged deliberately um, in the communities around me. And so, yeah, I think, you know, my work in Manu for Inclusion has been really complementing my work in the program I've been a part of. And personally, I'd like to say that, like, I'm in the process of creating a club at the program, and I've told some of my teachers and my friends about it, and they're all very excited to um, get approval for the club because honestly, as I said, this mission here at Manu for Inclusion of like promoting diversity, promoting inclusion. That's really what my educational program at Sophie Davis is all about. And so they're really excited that this club is going to get kickstarted soon in the fall. Um, and we really hope that, you know, this club can be a pocket of inclusion, of warmth in the campus community at New York City in my
0: college years. That's awesome. Thank you so much for that. And I know that you have been working so hard on that, creating creating the bylaws, creating the application, and you have done it all by yourself. I'm like, wow, I'm I'm amazed. And tell me a a little bit more of your behind the scenes in Mining for Inclusion. So what do you do? What do you help us with and so on?
1: okay so um i guess i'd like to start with uh i'm a board member so i regularly attend board meetings and i take uh, minutes like notes of the meeting so that whoever didn't attend they can check on the minutes um they can see like any recent updates as well as like even people who have joined the meeting they can like check the notes of the meeting like two or three weeks later before our next meeting so that we can all be updated on like the operations of the um, organization. And on top of that, I help with um, writing emails to our donors. Um, So those emails can be about like um very like famous or renowned people who are part of the neurodivergent community and honestly I feel like that's one of my favorite parts of being at Manu for Inclusion because I get to learn so much about these awesome individuals who really have um jumped through so many hurdles and you know battled with the stigma and the discrimination they face in order to make Um, a name for themselves and also be like an inspiration to everyone not only just the neurodivergent community and so you may have seen Um, a few emails about like the different actors, scientists, and physicists, like so many different people within the neurodivergent community who have served as an inspiration for us all. Um, And I write like some, a little bit of a biography about them and also make sure to emphasize that the reason why we're doing this is to serve as a reminder that all minds in the spectrum are unique and beautiful and special. Um, And on top of that, I regularly um, help Juana with whatever she needs help with, with uh, Taylor, Ivan, other members of the board. Um, And just in general, I go to Juana for whatever help I need. If I need help, she's like a mentor to me, you know, Um, she's a source of inspiration, a source of help. She's so motherly. Um, oh. I, I just love being here and I love talking to her, whether it be help with the organization, whether it be just help in general. You know, um, this organization has just been fantastic for my mental health these years, because as you're moving from high school to college, it's such a huge change that it can start to drain on your mind, it's exhausting. But I think going to these board meetings, interacting with the board members, including Juana, you know, seeing Manu during board meetings sometimes, it's really, it's something I look forward to. And I'm really glad that I can look forward to this, that I have this resource. And I want people who are listening along to this, families around the world to also look on Manu for inclusion as a similar resource to rely on and depend on to make their lives like better
0: oh thank you so much for those words but you do more than that because I my second language is English right (laughs) so I don't know how (laughs) From learn Spanish (laughs) and all the social media uh, post and everything goes through Promi. Like, so Promi, uh, you go reread it, rewrite it. I mean, tell mu- tell us more about that.
1: Yes. Yeah, so uh, Manu for Inclusion works with communities um, that are English speaking as well as Spanish speaking predominantly. So I sometimes help in translating or if there's um, A note or a post or a letter or whatever that needs to be edited or um, refined in terms of like the grammar um, then I look through that and I provide like tips or I just go in and edit so that it can be sent out to you all either through social media or through an email or through flyers Um, and I like doing that because it also allows me to work on my Spanish which I have taken in three years i believe in high school and honestly i feel like i've learned more spanish from this organization that i have from school (laughs) because i think we all know that the language learning courses in most high schools aren't the best but yeah I, i like that it's so um i don't know diverse in terms of language and also the people that we meet and i'm glad that i can you know, provide my own two cents that way by translating
0: and editing whenever I can. Okay. And what, what have you learned in all the translating and all the words that we say, uh, what have you learned about the neurodiverse uh, community or, or about yourself or the message that we give to, to, the, to the public? I think one of the main
1: factors I've learned is both the difficulty and the hope and happiness that comes with being a caretaker of a neurodivergent individual. Um, Because I know, Juana, as you said in one of your introductory episodes of this podcast, that you live in like a neurodivergent household. Um, And that's like a mix of just uh, wonderment and uh fun but also sometimes it can get a little tiring um so i know that um and all things in life comes with ups and downs but particularly the ups in this community i have seen that um, when you're going through difficult times um, when you're trying hard to put someone else first in order to care for them in order to provide for them um you can like the various sources of um self-love that like the messages of self-love that you put out um i think those are very inspiring because um as i've said before it's hard to provide for someone else when you have difficulty even accepting yourself or taking care of yourself which is also one of the reasons i'm um like thinking as I progress in my career to become a doctor, that I can't treat others if I don't treat myself. I can't make them well if I'm not well. Um, And so I really see that because I know sometimes Juana, you write about being a parent, about how if you're a parent and you're kind of, you know, in the middle of like so many things and you're very stressed out that sometimes you may make a mistake or you may slip up that it's important to really take a step back, that it's important to um, take a deep breath and realize that you're sacrificing a lot, but you also have a lot to look forward to in your children and whoever you're taking care of and the people uh, who are in your family, whether they're blood related or not. Um, So I think I've really learned a lot about being like a mentor, about being patient. Um, That's a really important thing. And I myself sometimes, when I take care of my little sister, that's something I have to work on my patience when I'm helping her with her homework. When she may not be, you know, the angel that everyone thinks she is outside of home. Um, so that's something that I've really been learning. What as I'm reading more about, like what you write, you know, the art
0: that you create with your words. Oh, that's so sweet. Thank you. So um, if you can give me some main takeaways and something to invite people to come and join us and help donations, that would be great. Yes, of course. I think, you know, Monu for Inclusion provides
1: so many different fun events that it's not only about Giving towards the neurodivergent community that is of course very important but also these events are just really really good for one's well-being for um, just having some fun in your life you know it's a space where you can meet other people who may have gone through similar difficulties as you or who may just be um, proponents of inclusion and of neurodiversity and I think um coming together in a collaborative space like this, whether it's meeting with Juana or it's meeting um, other parents or caretakers of neurodivergent individuals or other neurodivergent individuals, it's super important. You know, um, as I said, I think this foundation is really important for unity for bringing together people, because um, we faced a lot of division, especially individuals in the neurodivergent community they have experienced so much division and discourse because of the labels that are put on them so I think you know uh, when we advertise events in our social media in our emails I think it not only consider what you can give by purchasing a ticket through donation like monetary wise but also what is rewarded in the process of actually attending the event I think you know um meeting with these people interacting with them engaging in these fun events can be very very helpful and rewarding to the self and to uh, your loved ones so I think one of the main takeaways is that Manu for Inclusion not only aims to provide as many services as we can to families with neurodivergent individuals but also to promote an atmosphere of well-being, of gratitude, of growing as a person and as a human being. So I think that's really important to consider whenever you see any like advertisements for events we have, such as the race that we have coming up this fall. Um, So yeah,
0: I think you should really um, consider that. Oh, Promi thank you so much for your time and for everything that you do for us for money and for inclusion you're a member of our team I love you thank you thank you for your time
1: thank you for having me in this wonderful community I don't know where I'd be without this support system around me like genuinely I'm so glad that Like, I feel like this community looks after me so well, and I really look forward to spending time with you. So really, I'm glad to have joined you today. And thank you for everybody who has been listening along this far. I hope, you know, Manu for Inclusion can be a source of warmth for you as it has been for me these past few years and will continue to be, I hope, as I
0: move along in my life. Thank you, have a great day. All right, Uh, bye-bye. Thank you so much for joining today. And remember, if you have any questions or comments, please email me at at guanav.manuforinclusion.org. Have an awesome day and see you next time.